0: Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim, and I'm Aaron, and we just got done watching episode two of season five. Yes, we did, titled "The House
1: of Black and White." What do you think of it, man? I, I, it's 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 rough. It's rough because like seventy five percent of this, as a book reader, I'm watching with arms crossed and eyes narrowed. Like, okay, all right, I don't know what you're doing here. Not sure I like it. <laughs> okay, but it's that's the thing. It's like I can start to see how they're trying to do some remixes here, but I still don't know exactly mm. where they're going, so, I mean, it looks like it's being done excellently. Okay. I reserve the right to be retroactively uh, horrified at everything, but uh, I really like what's going on up at the wall. Yes. I, John I, Snow as
0: Lord Commander is a fantastic thing. I, I like the concept of... Although I can't help but think that maybe Alistair is not going to be happy Oh, in a really? Very, in a very particular
1: way, yes. You think big head baby man with the guy liner is going to be upset? I with, think so. Uh, Pretty having sure. This guy I don't think the he's going to
0: like taking orders from Jon Snow. Mm, yeah. Mm. Well,
1: that's that's mildly interesting, Jim.
0: I don't think it's going to go to Jon Snow's head. I think he's better than that. But sure. If if Alistair were in this position, <laughs> uh, he would certainly abuse it. Sure. So I, it's not like I would not like to see Jon do that. Sure. But, who knows? but then
1: he's he's not and I, and I also kind of like the idea of Jamie going on a uh one man or I guess two man rescue mission for Marcella down there and uh, yeah uh, Dorn and I like the fact that they're bringing Braun. that's an, a good way to keep a character's largely been sidelined in the books interesting. Yeah, so, and they've been
0: fighting together for a while now, yeah. and I think
1: it might be a uh, good opportunity. Uh, you know, I, I feel like they were definitely looking ahead to this season when they when they did yeah. that plot line too, because that that would have just come out of nowhere if they hadn't. Sure. Have. Definitely.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take some sellsword sword that used to help Tyrion. Yeah, out fuck every once your so wife, fuck
1: your castle, <laughs> fuck your scheme to eventually murder her wicked stepsister. You're coming with me to door asshole. <laughs> it's still kinda like that. It is,
0: but you know he's promising a bigger castle and a better woman, and so yeah. But how do you take anything
1: he says seriously? If I'm Brawn, I'm thinking, "Oh, your sister just backstabbed me. Exactly. What? Why am I
0: going to trust that, you?" That
1: bothered me a little bit. I feel like that Jamie might have come with an offer less than a, you know, f- turning flipping over the table kind of thing for him. And but maybe but, that's the spirit of what was offered. Like, and maybe
0: it's also you know they've set up a relationship between these two people. Sure, one that is. You know, Jamie has kind of not had the upper hand here. Braun has. Mm-hmm. Now Jamie has it, and I think you know Braun was teaching him something and helping him out. I think he thinks Jamie will do the same.
1: Mm. Well, you know, upper lower hand. As long as Jamie's missing his right hand, I think <laughs> yeah, Braun's got the permanent upper hand as far as that goes. Sure. Uh, so, what do you think of the Brienne? Stuff here, meeting up with, with Sansa, I mean... I was shocked to see them just land in the same pub. Especially with... Like, that didn't seem to make sense. Well, I, I honestly, it makes more sense than then just, you know, two wagons passing in the night last episode. So it's like... Yeah. Definitely yanked it out of the too cute. I mean, it's no longer perched precariously. It's just like, oh, well, of course this happens. You were on the same road and you went to the same inn and, and all that. But I, I'm... It seemed like a big coincidence to me, but the fact that, like, I got over that quickly. It seems like many, many people are becoming aware that Lady Sansa is still an active player in this world has me concerned. The yeah, fact uh-huh. that she is... So so Brienne seemed like she chalked this up to Sansa being wary of strangers. Hmm. What how, did, what was your take on that situation? I feel like she's kind of down with with uh, Littlefinger. I, I think
0: so. I think at this point, you know, when she comes out in that bird dress or whatever last season, <laughs> I think that's very representative of her change of heart.
1: Uh, uh-huh. And
0: I don't know if she's actually down with what Littlefinger is doing or if she is going to try to get one over on Littlefinger sure. himself, sure. which would also be super interesting. Either way, that plan does not include Brienne. So I think that's why she did it.
1: No, I, I, am I think so too. I think Brienne is being uh, wishful, naive, etc. Yeah, it's. I feel bad for Brienne. Plus, like, I, I don't understand her. If that's what she planned on doing, and then plan on stalking them, what was up with the murderous rampage at the end? Oh, I don't think Littlefinger was going to let her leave. Really, that's the
0: impression I got when he says, "Sit down, stay a while." Yeah, okay. I don't think. I think he wants as few people to know about Sansa being around as possible, mm. and that he probably wasn't going to let her leave, and so ah. she fought her way out. Okay, so Little Figures... She is... took the opportunity and the initiative to get out of there.
1: Okay, all right. I think I'm on the same page with you. Okay. Well What do you think of Arya entering Bravos and uh, knock, knock, knocking on the House of Black and White's door? I'm not sure what point Jacken's trying to make
0: here, Yeah. necessarily, with... You have to become nobody um, at the end. I I don't know what the point of turning her away was rather than welcoming her in. I
1: don't either. That was a little cinema paradiso kind of like the parable of the, I don't know, the prince that waited for his princess for 40 days and 40 nights to get her hand in marriage. And then Uh he left on the 39th night. You know, it's like Uh some kind of test. Sure. Very fight club. It goes, it goes a goes to little, little fight clubby.
0: Yeah, I mean, she leaves on the 39th night, and then he comes after. Her, so yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, I, you know, I mean, there. This organization is called the Faceless Men, so mm-hmm. their ethos of being a bunch of nobodies kind of fits in with that. Like, you know, oh I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing them kind of like uh, break you down to make you back up. Or uh, I'm very excited in her being yeah. molded into some kind of assassin. Um, I, oh, I am too. And that scene where she gets accosted in
0: the alley was fantastic. I yeah. love the way she
1: just spun around and stood her ground. I was worried, and I
0: fully believe she might have taken these guys out
1: with their daggers. I was kind of worried uh, when they first accosted her because, um, you know, I thought they might be just like cell swords or whatever. But when I saw mm-hmm. they just had daggers, I'm like, I think Ari could take these guys. Maybe.
0: I mean, there's there are three of them. I think. I mean That's, that that
1: little move she had that'd on a pigeon, tough,
0: but I think they could.
1: That little move she had on a pigeon. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was no chicken, but no. still pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, not bad. She's gonna have not to eat bad. every
1: fucking pigeon in bravos
0: <laughs> <laughs> The the part where I have I I don't have a problem with them doing this in the show because I mm. think it's well within her character. Yeah, well within the story. But man, I knew it was a bad idea for Danny to do what she did. Mm. Well, but man, I saw that coming.
1: I I get it. But it's one of those away. things where I don't know what the good solution was. Like that's fair. That dude. Uh, who one of her children, whatever her name is. I thought they were making her out to be one character, but obviously not. Or maybe they are. Who fuck? They double D's have gone mad with power. They're Cersei. They're Cersei all up in their uh, red red keep.
0: Oh, we'll talk about her.
1: <laughs> I uh, I yeah. I mean, what was she going to do if she if she pardoned him? Then she's got the ruling elite. Like this just proves their point. If she lets, I I mean, I guess. Maybe she'd just throw her herself in with the slaver, slaves and be like, you know what? I've got these guys back. You guys need to suck it up.
0: It didn't – it struck me as – I don't know. So am I to believe in this scene that everyone in this crowd knew what had happened with I don't, the slaver? Because I, I, how does word get around like that? It, I, the, the way it's presented, she comes out. She says, this guy needs to die because yeah. – and then when they cut off her, his head, they all start hissing at her. And yeah. that would make sense because if they don't even know what's going on in the sure. first place, how? Are, and I don't know that the people in general, that the masses, are able to understand a message like justice and freedom must
1: be linked in yeah. this way. No, I I felt it, like the it whole felt thing, a little uneasy. From I, the start. I felt it was kind of clumsily staged, honestly. And I, I said last week that you know I'm I'm hoping that most of the uh, the changes are going to be like streamlining and character economy. And, you know, if you mm-hmm. want the more realistic, richer, more geopolitically interesting thing, then read the books. Yeah. But I kind of feel like they're just making this really black and white. I mean, pardon. The name of the episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I mean, that's a little it, – it's kind of dangerously so, I think, because mm-hmm. they're making – they're they're at a risk of just making, uh, making her look foolish – you know t- it's it's bad commentary like you said like are is it th- that the the underclass can't they they can't their brains can't comprehend big politics and things like mercy i i don't know i mean i'm not sure what they're saying with this and i i was most uneasy with that yeah what what's going down there across and uh i was Marine. too uh, i mean Tyrion better
0: get there soon and <laughs> fix shit up cause what would
1: Tyrion do i don't know man she needs a bracelet know. <laughs> WWTD? What would Tyrion do? I, I don't uh, know because that's the thing. Like once, uh, once that guy did that, I mean, I think the, I, I think the thing to do um, is instead of throwing like, uh, what's the reverse of bread and circuses, uh, shit and dentist visits? Uh, <laughs> she didn't give him bread and circuses. She threw shit and dentist visits at them. No. And I think that uh, you know, God help me, I'm siding with Dario. Uh, I think she should have just
0: open the fighting pits.
1: No, 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 no. I think she should have <laughs> off with his head back in the pyramid and kept it hush hush and then, you know, she could have seen she could have been the strong ruler for the upper class and put, you know, put them on notice that she's dispensing mercy or she's dispensing justice to everybody and it wouldn't have been like inviting the public spectacle of the entire city he turning against her. What sort of things like really the whole fucking city uh, she does one morally lequ- this is a fighting pit city. I know. This is a city that just recently took to the streets with blood and death, and they execute one person and like okay, mate and the whole city th- and rises. It, it was against pretty her. effective though, like going completely silent and then the hissing.
0: No, it was it, it, cinematically, sure. it was very effective.
1: Sure, it was a big it was a big moment.
0: Yeah, but I'm with you. It didn't it just didn't feel right. Like none of that actually felt right yeah the and rest it, of the episode i really liked
1: right and maybe that's they're kind of setting up just danny needs like advisors like Tyrion, in exactly the same way cersei needs advisors like her uncle kevin <laughs> and that you know are they going to set up that one is pushing smart people away and one is welcoming smart people into their hmm. inner circles i could be i don't know or uh speaking of big developments what do you think of drogon showing up at the end Okay, sure. I was scared. Scared? Like, every time I, I was I hoping their... he
0: would blow fire in her face so I could get an answer to my question. <laughs> Is she fireproof? I was like, do it. Do uh, it. Asbestos, Light Danny.
1: That's, you need a, You need a pithy name for that theory, like the dead man's brew. It's the Daenerys, fireproof Daenerys, asbestos Daenerys. Yep. <laughs> asbestarius. Uh, That's way worse. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, every time I see that, you know, jaws full of razor-sharp teeth, it's like, even if he mm. gives her, like, a playful nip, it's like... Lethal lacerations. She's Plus, gonna look like Davos or whatever his name. Is. <laughs> I gotta think that she's also like. I feel like that their teeth are like Komodo dragon. There's loaded with bacteria and all kinds of shit. So oh, it's yeah. just it's fatal. It's it's you're dead. Could be. Uh didn't actually let her touch her though, or touch no. him.
0: No, no, he flew it. off before that.
1: Uh, I'm not even sure. I think so, uh, if I recall correctly, the sex of dragons is kind of complicated in the. Oh, okay. In in, in the book, so he, she, sure. whatever.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end she basically has nothing left but her small army, Mm -hmm. 8,000 people, 8,000 unsullied. Uh, She doesn't have the will of the people she's freed anymore and the loyalty and faith. I mean, that's the way the the episode is portraying it, right? Sure. Everyone in that instant turns on her.
1: Do you think it's possible they're setting us up to, like, apply political pressure to open the fighting pits and now it's like, oh, look at me, I'm so popular again. I'm giving you your bread and circuses back. Yeah. No more shit in dentist visits.
0: (laughs) Sure. That could definitely happen.
1: Uh, What else? I want to talk about uh, Dorn for a
0: second. Sure. And Dr. Julian Bashir. Sure. In all his glory. Uh, I'm super excited that he's back. That, or, or that he's in the show. Yeah, absolutely. That he's back on TV, honestly, because this is the first thing I've <laughs> seen him in since Deep Space Nine, I think.
1: Yeah, he's just been sitting by the phone for 15 years waiting for more genre work. <laughs> Come on, sci-fi fantasy, baby. I'll take Come a on. piece at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, in, in episode eight, I'll be an emergency medical hologram. Whatever, sign <laughs> me up. I'll cash that check.
0: Yeah, so I've always been a big fan of his, and uh, seeing him here is good. And he seems to be very different from his brother.
1: That's I, I I really like the fact that they captured that that they are um, hot and cold two sides um, yeah you know and and it, it, the 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 tension there it's another thing about you know this kind of leader versus their people apparently you know they're they're selling Dor- um, Dorn as this a uh, hot, arid country with hot-blooded, passionate people that are yeah. screaming for the re- vengeance on a popular prince. What mm-hmm. uh, did what'd you make of the mention of Sand Snakes? Is that a Sand Snakes? I term, have I no said? idea what that was. Okay, all right. I made note of it, but I... I was like, "Who the fuck are the sand snakes?" Okay, I, and I wasn't sure if they mentioned them last year. And I'm going to just wait until the I, full cast to to do some research on that. I
0: I don't recall hearing it. I think that is completely without context. Yeah, but that's it's a just fun
1: leading. That's a fun little faction that okay. is going to be cool to watch. I, I I continue to be very impressed. Um, you know, there was a 30 minute making of, where they spent a lot of time uh, visiting that particular set, the water garden set, and I really was stric- stricken by how. Interesting and different. They make all the architecture. Oh yeah, uh, you know even Do- uh, even Bravos is very distinctive visually from King's Landing versus mm-hmm. the North versus the Wall. I mean, and and you know, and so it goes. It's just they just keep finding remarkable sets that are very cool, uh, and I really like that. Except for yeah. Marcella's dress. What the fucking fantasy Barbie bullshit? Pink bubblegum. I didn't even notice it. You didn't notice no. the <laughs> hubba-bubba pink prom dress Uh -uh. she was wearing no like that's not Lannister red (laughs) did they try to bleach it what the hell that's how they do it that's a you wore a bad dress Marcella bad dress (laughs) not not digging that uh yeah I don't know she's a little girl right no one needs to wear pink chiffon that's just okay gross Pepto-Bismol man she looked like a Pepto-Bismol bottle that's fair um yeah. I don't more know. than I'm, fair. I could be crueler.
0: I I think that has potential to uh, go sour really fast if he, if uh, Dr. Julian Bashir, I don't know his actual name.
1: Uh, Prince Doran.
0: Show, Prince Doran? Dor- Doran. Doran can actually uh, keep her under control or not because mm. she seems like she's ready to go rogue. Hmm.
1: Who? Marcella? No, no, no. Oh, oh, his... Uh, uh, Obrin's caramel, Paramore, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, Marcella looks like she's super happy, and the young princeling looks like he's very taken. I mean, he's Pepo Bismol, yep. his, his favorite flavor. <laughs> Apparently. Chalky mint, mm, mm mm Yeah. Really quiets the digestive tract. Uh,
0: the other thing I really like in this episode is this guy who stands up to Cersei. And That's... I, I don't know who this is, but he deserves a promotion which he turned down, and a standing ovation.
1: Yeah, Kevin Lannister, that's uh, Tywin's brother.
0: Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I was super happy to see him, to see somebody yeah. get a little bit of uh, retribution brought down I mean, on her head.
1: Look at that small council. It, it's sad.
0: It is really sad. sad. It is yeah.
1: really sad. The most impressive man just left. So the uh-huh. second most impressive is the uh, disgraced Meister Kybern. But uh-huh. he seems smart enough. He's the
0: one resurrecting the mountain, right? It, or
1: what I can assume is resurrecting. Did you see
0: the mountain. that giant white sheet in the basement? Uh, no, but you didn't. See, you didn't
1: see. Yeah, I, I did not notice that. There, there's there uh, there there's a giant white sheet right. covering what seems like a giant white corpse. That sounds very Frankenstein esque. And to a, me and they need a dwarf head for further experimentation. Yeah,
0: that's really disturbing, dude. Yeah. What the
1: fuck? Yeah, I like that. Was a good dissolve. How many dwarfs are in the world? Do you think my sister will kill them all? Yeah. Ka-thunk. Yeah, no. Yeah, you perfect. offer a lordship for the head of a uh, of a Tyrion, and you're going to get a lot of d- d- dead dwarves. It's yeah. it's pretty bad, indeed. Uh, I don't know. I I really like this episode,
0: other than the stuff at the end with Danny, yeah. which I felt was either a bit rushed or uh, a little misplaced.
1: Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. It just
0: didn't connect like I wanted to. There might
1: need to be some railroading if they're going to smooth over as many, many complicated things that they're trying to simplify, which, again, I applaud that effort. I'm just, that one didn't work for me, and just the big problem with this is a huge connective episode that I don't know what they're connecting to. Hmm. and it's one of those things where uh, my brain is trying to put it in the context of the things I know, and it's just it's not serving me super well. Really? But, yeah. So yeah. even
0: knowing the future on this, you still
1: don't see I where mean, this like episode fits in? I mean, like I said, I can, see, I can see where, like, okay, this guy's supposed to be this guy, this guy's supposed to be this guy, but Huh. Those guy, the fates of those guys, and who they are now in the show, is such that I'm like, there's surely there's not, they, they can't go exactly that way. So that's what the spoiler sections for. That's where we kind of like try to figure this all out. Uh, we we had some fun talking about that uh, this this past Friday. So we'll see.
0: Okay, sounds good. I think that'll about do it. Yeah. Yeah. If you
1: got feedback for us, uh, send it to Game of Thrones at baldmove dot com. You can also. Participate on our forums at forums.baldmove.com. And what's cool is we got a non-spoiler thread for the people that are show watchers only. And we got a spoiler spoiler thread for the people that are reading the books. Have some adventuresome TV watchers there, too. Just don't give a fuck. Mm. They're all getting spoiled up. They're like uh, a weak old carton of milk. They just don't care. Yeah. Uh, and then you can also follow our release schedule, uh, on facebook.com slash bald move and on Twitter at bald move, because as soon as we post something, it automatically gets posted to those two places. It does. And also to baldmove.com. You could just, you know, I I know it's a lot, it's a stretch, (laughs) but you could out, you could actually check that out. People only use apps now. They don't use browsers. I know it's, that's the sad truth. That's the sad truth. Our web traffic is like 100th of our podcast reach.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks, for listening. We'll be back on Tuesday with uh, the full episode. Yep. And until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See ya.